We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Brian Mazeroski in here with you for the next hour or so. Thanks for hanging out with me on WBEN. And I uh, hope you're having a good day. Stay cool out there if you're uh, working outside, which is uh, probably impossible to do. But people say it anyway, right? Hey, stay cool. Like, yeah, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Can't. <laughs> I'm thinking of you. That's a thought that counts, right? Hot day here in western New York. 8030930 to join me here on WBEN over the next hour or so. I, how hot is too hot for you? I Like, to the specific degree. I think all of us have that, like, temperature point. Where you look at it and you say, that's too much. It's like the price is right. That's too much, Bob. You, you all have the point where the guy falls off the cliff. Different game, I know. But, you know. I For me, it's like 81. <laughs> you know, 80. Whoa, 80. 81, ee, too hot. Like going the other way, it's once you hit... I think for a lot of people, once you hit nine degrees, then it's like, all right, this is ridiculous. Teens, maybe. Nineteen. Nine or nineteen on the other side of it is just too cold. Eighty-one for me. That's when it's, all right, this is getting a little ridiculous out here. There's a reason why I'm living in Buffalo and I, I'm not going to move to Florida or Tennessee or anything like that. I like our normal moderate temperatures. But 90 is going to be too hot. We were asking people over on our uh, web poll, WBEN.com, if you would rather take, though, the extreme heat or the extreme cold. And my gut reaction is extreme cold because it's so hot. I mean, you get kind of miserable out there. And the cold, I don't know, I feel like I can deal with. But the more I think about it, the more I might change my answer. Because indoors, the answer is I'd rather be warm than cold, for sure. There's no reason to be cold, like inside. And outside, why would it be different? Outside, like in my head, you're thinking, well, you just put on a jacket. You do anything, you know, like that. You put your hat on. You'll be fine. But then we were talking with Aaron earlier this morning, and I said, you know what, though? It's like a mindset. Like picture yourself in extreme hot or extreme cold going out and starting up your car. And what does it look like in both scenarios? Because extreme hot, like a day like today, you're going to hop into your car. And I'll you know, go into mine when I leave here. And you'll probably say something like, whew, 
You know, like that's the sound you make. Like, oh man, it's hot. Let's get this AC cranking. It is, ooh, it is hot in here. Leave the door open for a second. When you go into your car in the extreme cold and you sit there and you're starting it up and you're not going, ooh, it's cold. At least I'm not. When it's cold like that, I'm going, just like a bunch of words I can't repeat here on the radio. That's like that's your reaction. It's just you. You start to sound like the car. The car is going, and you're in the driver's seat going. So I, for that reason, uh, you know, the more I think about it, maybe I do actually like the heat a little bit better than the cold. I'm not sure. I'm more uncomfortable in the heat, though, for sure. Uh, but as somebody's pointing out on our text board, eight hundred three zero nine thirty. By the way, to uh, weigh in, uh, you can give me a call. Throughout the morning here, 8030930, or send a text on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Uh, the great thing about Buffalo is the change of seasons. Somebody texts in, and this is the good part. Even the extremes don't last terribly long. And that's really true. Yesterday was hot. Today will be hot. But, you know, in a couple days, it's pretty much over. The cold might last a little bit longer. You know, end of January, February is usually like, oh, all right, I'm done. I've had enough. The entire month of February, I think a lot of us are thinking that. Like, all right, the cold, it was nice. It was a nice little novelty to begin with. But, you know, let's get on with ourselves now. Uh, Get out of the single digits. And then somebody else saying, you know, you still have it. Even with hot in Buffalo is not the same as hot around the country. In Oklahoma City, uh, our uh, listener texting in that it was 110 there and it's not going below 103 until late next week. They say 90 is a relief. We have 90 plus the humidity, though, right? you got to factor that in. That's what makes it ugh, here. That's what um, the uh, Florida feeling, I say. You walk out the door, and it just smacks you in the face. that's tough to deal with. And as somebody points out, you can always put more layers on the cold. I think that's what you're, what I'm like is going through my head too. But you, in super hot weather, <laughs> this person texts in, you can't get comfortable even when you take all your clothes off. And I feel that way a lot of times too. And I'm definitely feeling that way this week because of the sunburn on my head from a couple weeks ago. That's still, I walk outside without a hat and still it, like my head is reacting right away. It knows it. I'm definitely that person that it is tough for me to get comfortable, really in either extreme. But in the hot, you kind of feel it. In the hot, though, I can function. You talk to me when I'm cold, and it's, you know, very short answers. I can barely, you know, you you can't talk when you're cold. So I don't know. Maybe I'm coming around to the extreme heat. Which, uh, last uh, summer, I feel like last summer was a lot warmer. We had more of these days last summer. Summer's not over, but uh, I feel like by this point we have more of these days last summer long. But uh, what do you like? Extreme heat, extreme cold. Is there a temperature for you? I, there's a temperature for me. 81. Once you cross 81, I'm like, ah, it's too much. But I, it sounds almost ridiculous, but I, it, there's a mental point on the thermometer that I think everybody has. Maybe it's 90 for you today. Maybe it's when you hit 80. For me, it's in there between 80 is fine. Once you get above 80, 
then I just start to go, wow, this is all right. This is kind of ridiculous. 90 I was seeing in the car yesterday in the uh, car thermometer. It wasn't 90 outside, but it definitely felt like 90 where I was. Speaking of cars, uh, somebody asking how to go yesterday at the dealership. Well, part one. Part one went fine. Like I said, uh, you know, I was out with my wife. And we were taking her car. Her lease is up. So we did what the smart thing is to do now. You have a lease that's coming up now. You're in good shape, kind of. Right? Uh, You're in good shape, kind of, because the lease buyout is going to be so much better than anything else you'll find on the market. Right? The lease buyout is so much lower than what the car's actual value is. So that was our yesterday. Uh, left here, um, me and my wife drove down to the dealership, bought out the lease, and now I said congratulations. You're going to be sticking in this car for a while because there's no way in heck we're buying something new right now. <laughs> Even though we want to. This is, that's uh, As I said yesterday, the good and the bad news is that it's, you know, the good news is you're getting a good deal, your lease buyout. You you're, you now have something worth more than what you paid for, which it's always a, that's great news. The problem is it's like the housing market almost, right? Hey, great news, your house is worth, you put it on the market right now, you can get like three times what you paid for it. Hey, all right, good news. Now the bad news <laughs> Everything you want to replace that is also three times as much what you paid for it. So it's uh, much like it is with the house. It's kind of the same way with cars right now. So that's the bad thing. And, uh, you know, my wife wants a new car. We're not, you know, it's, it's a fine vehicle. That's the part that you have to, like the, you have to stay mentally strong, right? You don't need a new car right now. We would prefer the minivan, I would love to go out and get one, but you don't need it absolutely right now. You have to stay mentally tough, not go out and spend a ton of money on a minivan. And when I say a ton of money, yes, I do mean a ton of money. I don't know if people have been shopping at uh, car dealerships recently. It is like laugh out loud, uh, hysterical, some of these numbers that are on vehicles. Let me tell you what I saw in a showroom yesterday. I don't think you're going to believe it. It was a Cadillac. It was a very nice car. Big Cadillac Escalade. So, all right. Now, that's an expensive car, obviously. But it was sitting right in the showroom. Big Cadillac Escalade right there. And so, all right. I'm expecting it's going to cost a lot of money. Used, but only like a... I think maybe a thousand miles on it, you know, used by like uh, maybe it was in the president's motorcade when he was here and, uh, you know, just drove around the city a couple times and uh, went right back. So barely used, but not brand new Cadillac Escalade. Nice car, but all right. It's, it's not a Porsche. It's not a Lamborghini, right? It's, it's just a higher end domestic car. Guess how much that uh, shiny Cadillac Escalade was that was on the showroom floor? That's what I asked my wife because she couldn't see. It was, you know, we were facing the rear of the car, and I went walking around. I said, guess how much that is? 
<laughs> and she said, and I uh, was telling this to Susan off the air earlier, and they both said the same thing. They were like, I, I don't know, 65. And I looked at him and I laughed. 65. That's funny. No, the uh, the price <laughs> listed in those big numbers on the windshield. $125,000. I mean, no, what do you... So I'm, I look at this, you know, car. It's And again, you know, nice car, but it's no... You're not taking it to the racetrack. It's still, at the end of the day, it's an SUV. $125,000. So, you know, I did what anybody would do, is I looked again, just to make sure I was counting the number of numbers there right, that the one wasn't actually a cash sign, or there wasn't a dot somewhere in between. And there wasn't. So I do the double take. I go around, I tell my wife, and she, you know, there's like a, a point there, right, where you, it's so crazy that your reaction is only to laugh, if not fall off your chair. $125,000. I said to my wife, that is our house sitting right on that showroom floor. You think uh, that's a house? I was amazed. I personally think my house is a little bit of a better deal. But that's just me. Has a little more leg room in the, uh, secondary room my house but i i was floored so for that reason (laughs) i am (laughs) i am trying to stay mentally strong and say i I don't need the new vehicle right now it's not a need it's a preference it's a want it's not yet a need frankie uh you're on wben uh you just went through the same process is that right yes that is correct Uh, a couple weeks ago I i was in the market for getting a you know, 2015 Lancer Evolution uh, Final Edition GSR. And I found one with 30,000 miles on it, and it cost me $54,000 for a seven-year-old car with 30,000 miles on it. I uh, Was that a want or a need? <laughs> oh, that's absolutely a want. Absolutely a want. I've always wanted an Evo ever since they hit the U- U.S. market in the early 2000s. And every single one I was looking at ended up getting sold or it had too many miles. I just bought this car, waiting to get it. They're on the market right now for having, like, double the miles for the same price. So they're a collector edition style car. It's not the supercar killer of the early 2000s, and it has the different motor. But that little badge that says final edition and it's numbered means it's worth something. Well, there you go. I mean, and so to you, is this almost as much of an investment and collectible as it is a car? Or, like, it, you're almost treating this car the same way I hear people talk about, you know, Joe DiMaggio cards. Right, exactly. And, and, and I'm going to try, like, no promises, I'm going to try my best and not to not beat it up. Um, but it is definitely a collector car. One sold with 99 miles on it. I think it was last year for $145,000. Wow. Well, um, yeah. So, so just a little bit more than that Escalade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frankie, uh, if you're not trying to beat it up, let's see. Don't drive it on Main Street, um, the uh, Twin Cities Highway, the 290, Niagara Falls Boulevard. <laughs> uh, do you want me to go on? 
<laughs> no, no, no. Believe me. I know my truck found all those potholes. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Hey, thanks for the call. Uh, and good luck out there. Not beating it up on our roads here. Whew. Um, uh, you know, uh, someone's saying, isn't that crazy? Imagine that payment a month. And that's what, you know, he uh, called and he mentioned the price on his car. I just could not get over and still cannot because, I mean, I, I look at these vans now and the going rate and you get a little lost when you dive into the price here and you start to see like the similar numbers and then you see one lower and you get tricked into saying, oh, well, that's a good price until you take a step back and you're like, whoa, that's a good price compared to what else I'm seeing, but that's like a third of our house is what I keep coming back to. Like, I, when has a car ever cost, and not like an exotic car, not something crazy again, just a car, a minivan, when has that ever been like a third of the cost of your home? You know, when it gets up to there. That's crazy. And uh, the, the person who texted in, imagine that payment a month. I just uh, was reading something about the uh, monthly payment. New car payments. Get this. This was out of uh, Car and Driver. Because I'm, you know, I, I've had this discussion with Joe before. I'm the person who does my research. So if we're, if I'm ever about to walk into a car dealership, you can uh, know that I've been on every car site for hours and hours and hours for like the weeks leading up to it. But I saw this. I thought it was pretty interesting. Car and Driver magazine. More than 12% of new car payments now top $1,000 a month. $1,000 a month. I mean, that's wild. 12.7% of all new car loans coming with that four-digit payment plan in June of 2022. That's wild. I mean, how, I cannot believe that people are going for that, right? It's the highest level ever recorded. Back in 2010, just 2% of people were paying $1,000 or more. A month, and now it's up to over twelve. With the four-digit payment, I mean that's crazy. The average monthly payment, by the way, somewhere around six fifty to seven hundred, which is still, I mean, the average is like, <laughs> I can't believe it. But it is absolutely crazy. Someone said it's like we're living in a Dr. Seuss world on our text board, and yeah, that is uh, kind of <laughs> what it feels like. Average price of a new car, $47,000 in May. So I don't know. Maybe there's still a deal to be had. Maybe there's still room for somebody like me who goes into a place and says, look, this is what I would pay for it, and you can sell it to me or not, and be totally willing to walk out the door. And I guess that is, you know, when I talk about the good news and the bad news with buying out that lease was, you know, good news is we still have a car. You don't need one right now. You can walk out that door still. So maybe you're in a good position. Bad news is, I mean, woof, you're looking for anything right now. It is uh, absolutely crazy. Hey, 803-0930, I'll be uh, keeping on going through the news or your comments on this or anything else I talk about. To reach me, Brian Mazarowski here on WBEN. <laughs> 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, that's right. Brian Mazeroski back here with you on WBEN on a hot one today. It's uh, going to be not quite a record breaker, but you're going to be feeling it out there this morning. Uh, we've been uh, talking a little bit about what I saw yesterday. Uh, somebody began the show by asking me how to go. You know, I was out at the car dealership. We were buying out my wife's lease. And I said, you know, what I would really like to do is turn this around, you know, take the money in this car once we buy it out and be able to spin it into something else. The problem is it's like uh, your houses spinning it into something else. Not that easy. The price of everything is up. The Cadillac Escalade that was on the floor, the showroom floor, with the price on the windshield, $125,000. That was the real eye popper for me. I mean, that is just absolutely incredible. That's a house in a car. Someone... uh, use the calculator now here's the thing it's a house but you know a house what are people doing 15 or 30 year mortgages right a car not so much someone's saying i just used the calculator with five thousand dollars down 125 over five years is like twenty two hundred dollars a month yeah i mean that's what some people are doing and then we uh, found out over 12% of new car payments, four figures, topping $1,000 a month. Um, the federal government is kind of going after car dealers, uh, looking at some of these markups. And now it's the FTC is looking to prohibit misleading pricing advertising. And I do think there is a difference here, right? There's a big difference between, you know, if the federal government wants to go after some of the hidden fees and mysterious surcharges that you see from time to time. I, I say so be it. You know, that's I everything should be advertised out in front, you know, what you pay, final price, and it should all be included in that thing. Because all these little fees add up. You know, at the end of the day you agree to something and then, whoa, what's all this? You know, all of a sudden it's five thousand dollars more 
what happened in between. But if they're going after just the markups that you're seeing in cars, like, you know, a $125,000 SUV, it's not, if, you're, if you're paying $125,000 for, for a car, wouldn't you want it to be like one of those things that they, the people in white gloves roll out onto the carpet that they used to show on the sports channel? Like those, the Meacham car auctions? Something cool? Like Steve McQueen should have drove it for $125,000. But no, that's not the case anymore. I Markups just by dealer. I mean, you can, it takes two to tango, right? I mean, look, you can put a ridiculous price on anything. I can try and sell Jimmy here my t-shirt for $200. And he'd tell me to, you know, go pound salt, you know, walk away. It takes two to tango. Somebody's gonna, somebody's paying it. You know, somebody's paying these prices. Uh, they're twelve percent of people are paying over a thousand dollars a month. So I'm not gonna blame dealers if uh, you know. Hey, if you're paying for it, you don't need to. You could get something that's cheaper. I, I, you know, I'm certainly not gonna go after whoever's selling the car. If somebody's gonna pay for it, if someone's gonna pay two hundred dollars for the T-shirt off my back, uh, I'm not gonna stop you. So it takes two to tango there. And I was thinking about this, too. I don't know why this had, uh, maybe because of that. But you know what you never see anymore? The steering wheel lock bar. Do you remember those? I feel like that used to be way more popular. The club. They had infomercials all the time. I never see it anymore. And I don't think, I not like I'm looking into cars, but I never see it inside of a car or have heard of anybody having it. I knew at least three people who had the club. You'd lock your steering wheel in place. Maybe it wasn't that popular, but I feel like it used to be. I can't. I would imagine that would it would have to be making a comeback. If I owned the club as a company, I'd be advertising heavily there because if I had a hundred twenty-five thousand dollar SUV, I think I'd want the club <laughs> just in case. So if I spent my house on a car, I think I'd want the steering wheel lock bar, just in case. Uh, 803-0930 to join me here on WBEN for uh, anything we're talking about. And that includes, I, there was a great uh, comment that came in earlier this morning when we ran this story, which I personally don't understand, but, and by the way, you can't find them in any of these new cars that you're buying, a cassette deck. Cassettes coming back. Entertainment data tracker says cassette sales are nearly doubling to 343,000 from 2020 uh, to last year. So they're on track to see sales growing again this year. Artists including Billie Eilish and Ozzy Osbourne recently sold music on cassettes. Analysts say nostalgia is fueling sales, particularly since the release of the newest season of Stranger Things. So it's a nostalgia comeback bringing uh, cassettes back, I guess. They're attributing Stranger Things. And so did a comment into the station earlier who uh, said that they, uh, I, I don't know if it was a son or daughter. Um, sorry, it was a few hours ago I saw this comment. That they were buying cassettes and, and just bought like a Walkman cassette player. And I just don't get it. And that's coming from someone who 
I feel like a lot of times the last person on earth who will buy or who buys physical music anymore. And I, I still do. I buy CDs all the time and I'll buy a record if I really like something. I I cannot wrap my head around cassettes. Like why are people doing cassettes? I mean, first of all, you you can't find a cassette player anywhere. Right? They're not in cars. They're not in any modern stereo. I mean, you would have to have an old one hooked up to your stereo. And if you had a cassette player hooked up to a good stereo, I feel like you'd want to buy something better, right, to listen to. A cassette stink. It wears out over time. The audio quality isn't as good, and it gets worse every time you play it. I don't understand. It doesn't have the novelty of being, like, big and cool, like the artwork you get with an LP. It doesn't have, you know, in CD, you want good audio quality. You got a CD. It's the best that there is. So I I just don't understand cassettes. It's a look cool. I don't know. Just me speaking, if you're walking down, maybe for kids it's different, but if I saw somebody walking down the street with, like, a Walkman cassette player and, like, the old headphones hanging on, I'm not not thinking cool. I'm thinking, like, what's going on here? What book on tape? Are we listening to? But I do see it. It's every artist, and I get all the emails when somebody's releasing new music. More and more, it's, you know, buy it on, uh, you know, download it today. You can buy the album. You can stream it. CD, 15 different options for colored vinyl. And also a limited edition cassette. Like, who is buying this? I don't know. It does have like a warmer sound. It is a little bit different, but I don't know. I, I prefer clarity over just like warmer or something like that. And someone said uh, sometimes the old stuff was just better. Sometimes. <laughs> Not in this case. <laughs> I don't. Again, like sometimes, and I'm uh, Mr. Music Buyer over here. I buy CDs all the time. I buy records all the time. I cassettes. I. You're going to have to explain that to me. What the? It's like when the, the people buying old VHS tapes. I, why would anybody watch a VHS anymore? Unless you could not get the movie on something else. I, there's so, such a better option than watching an old VHS. I, I'm, I, I don't get it, just personally speaking. Paul is up in NT. Uh, Paul, thanks for uh, coming on with us. All right. Uh, you yeah, can't hi, find hi, a cassette player in one of these new good? cars. What do you think? $125,000? Okay, here's the question. Um, not, a, not a question, uh, information. Steve McQueen owned a Rolls, a Rolls Royce. Um, that pawnbroker guy in Las Vegas bought the car, and he resold that car for a ton of money. He, he was in, um, Steve McQueen was in that movie, uh, Thomas Crown Affair, with his Rolls Royce. I just thought I'd pass that along. Are you there? All right, Paul, thank you. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Wednesday trivia for you. Um, I, I don't know what it would cost for that car. But let's see. Steve McQueen car sold at auction. What would it cost? Let's see. Uh, $3.74 million, the bullet car. All right. So we're not uh, quite there yet. But we're getting closer. Uh, more close than I would 
you know, really like. I don't, and this, on the tape cassettes coming back, and, you know, hey, cool, people are into what they're into, and that's fine. I, I just don't understand, like I said, vinyl I can understand for the active listening. You have a record, right? You have a record player, you're in a room, you're, you have to flip the record. If I'm listening to a record, I'm probably listening to a record. And pretty much the same thing goes with CDs now, too, because... The only CD player I have is up in the music room. It's not even in your car anymore, like I said earlier, which I am not a fan of. But it, you're listening to it. It's a different kind of experience. You're actually actively listening to music, which so many people don't really do anymore. It's kind of just in the background all the time. And cassettes, I, I don't know. Do you get the same thing? Um, someone was chiming in saying uh, the distortion, noise, and crackling is what's desirable, and I don't think that's it at all. I think people will actually tell you, and people try and tell you all the time, well, oh, the vinyl, it sounds way better. And then I go, well, no, not, I mean, you're playing it on a, you know, record player slash CD slash AM, FM radio slash Bluetooth speaker slash toaster. You know, it doesn't sound better on that. <laughs> That's you. You if you uh, want to hear a record sound, they can sound way better. One's pressed on you know big, heavy, deep vinyl, but you're gonna have to buy like two of those hundred twenty-five thousand dollar Cadillacs to trade in for your next record player to be able to hear any difference, right? And that's just for the player. You get big speakers, wire as thick as what's on the telephone poles there. So I, I don't buy anybody saying it sounds better unless you, uh, you know, work with the NASA equipment. The experience, though, I'm, I'm right there with you. There's something about being able to sit down in a room and listen to music that I'm there before. Cassettes, though, you're carrying it on. The only thing I could see with cassettes is if the boombox comes back, too, because that's cool. Walking down the street, instead of, uh, you know, having music or something blasting out of your little cell phone, you actually you got your boombox up on your shoulder with the cassette blaring your favorite tunes, that's cool. If that comes back, too, then I'm all for it. All right, elsewhere in the news, uh, oh, we have to do Your Money at Work. We talked about this earlier. Columbia University's Mailman School of Public Health. That's right, it's called the Mailman School of Public Health. I don't know who Mr. Mailman was. Probably a good doctor. Just funny. Anyways, uh, they've done their recent study. This is your uh, Dollars at Work what they're doing in schools now, very important work. Uh, they have found, a released yesterday, a peer-reviewed paper out of Columbia University that says marijuana use is much more common in U.S. states that have legalized recreational marijuana use. I, did we need the study for that? It's out there in case you want it, <laughs> in case you're wondering. They went back uh, five years of data combed through it, and uh, saw that in uh, Columbia University. So congratulations right there. And then this is, I think, uh, right at about my uh, sweet spot for cool activities. 
that I think. Well, before we get to that, we'll go. Uh, we'll go to the phones. We'll go get John in here. John, hey. calling from the North Towns. All right, John. Uh, you, you think uh, you can't get a better sound than what's on a turntable? I say it depends on what turntable you have. Yeah, that's right. A good turntable, like you said, not one of those nine things in one little stupid thing. Uh, a good turntable when, uh, back in 69, 70, like when uh, Led Zeppelin came out with the whole lot of love album. Man, you sat down there with a good turntable and those big giant speakers, man, and a Sony amp. You sit there and listen to every little thing you could hear on that album. Uh, in fact, I almost put a nickel on uh, on the arm because there was like a skip in one of the drum things in a whole lot of love. And I'll never forget it. In the God of the Vita, um, you know, all kinds of, you know, all, and the albums, man, you'd listen to them. You, you sat down there and, uh, you, you read the album. Everybody, everybody yeah, John, I think, you know, why people say, even if it doesn't sound better, why people say they think it sounds better when they're listening to a record on, you know, a $100 all-in-one turntable is uh, two things. One, they're actually listening to the music, where normally you're just kind of listening to it in the background. So if you're actually listening to it and you like it, it's going to sound a lot better. And the other one is if you have it hooked up to a stereo system, how many? How often do people listen to music on big speakers anymore? So I don't even That's think right. they have to be good speakers for a lot of people to be impressed by just big speakers, because you get more out of a you know nice pair of big speakers. You're like, wow, this sounds so much better. It's like, well, yeah, you were listening to it out of your iPhone before, right? I mean, there's going to be a big difference. But uh, hey, John, thanks for the call. And I, there's uh, there's something to be said for that. The cassette thing, I just uh, I don't know. I don't get that. But anyways, my uh, my new hobby, this is going to be my new thing. This was in the Wall Street Journal, and I can see this taking off, personally speaking. I don't know about you, uh, but they're calling it the final DIY project. Build your own coffin. <laughs> there are companies right now offering ready-to-assemble Build your own coffin kits. And that might sound odd to some people. I saw this headline and I said, let's go. I'm for it. I can't think of anything better if I was planning on going out that way and having one, you know, in the first place. Coffin, by the way, not casket. I'd want to build it myself. You can say, well, you, you won't be able to say when everyone's looking at it, but someone will be able to say, he built that with his own hands. You could deck it out, paint it really nicely, put your own uh, spin on it. I'd slap a bunch of stickers on mine. would be pretty cool. Lower it in, and then I guess we'll see if uh, it holds up. <laughs> if, if your work was good, if you were using the Gorilla Glue or the Elmer's. Um, but this article uh, really caught me off guard. I didn't know this was a thing that people were actually doing. It looks like something out of an Ikea store, according to the article. Some people laying out instructions for their funerals. Others are following the instructions to build their own coffin at home. And 
I can see this one of two ways. One, it's like the soaring cost of anything. A typical family spends two to three thousand dollars if you're going to buy a coffin or casket. So, why not save some money for your family in the end and have a little fun? Could this be a family bonding moment? Or is it a little too, I don't know, morbid for you? The advice coming from the executive director of the Funeral Consumers Alliance uh, quoted in this article says, uh, make sure it's sturdy enough to hold a person, which is, do you need any more advice? That's all you need. Sturdy enough to hold a person. There's always uh, people who want to have their picture taken in it after they built it. You might get a little sinking feeling, or maybe it's freeing. If you decide to build it yourself by doing it, you're kind of, you know, laughing in the face of death a little bit. Is there something to that? I think there is. I think it's a really cool idea. Um, I don't know if anyone here is offering those kits or where I can order one. And I don't feel like doing it yet. I've just, you know, maybe just down the line. In retirement, I got a little more time in my hands, and uh, they hit me with that bill for the first time. Maybe that's when I do it. Anyways, uh, thanks for hanging out with me today. Uh, David, coming up next after the news here. I'll be back tomorrow on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 